Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Happened there, Martin. What was that all about? Yeah, what was that? Uh, that's five seconds. We're not going to get back ever. Wow. It's gone. No it's just five. System. Problem with the system? Oh, it's the system. Oh. I see. Okay. I think he's working for Potter. <laughs> are, are you working for Potter now? Working for Biden? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. That's why. Now we got five seconds less to bash the president today. Great. <laughs> And of That's course, perfect. You can't let that stuff go. You got to address it. So you do. Now we're up to now. Now it's probably a minute or two. So, uh, all right. If you missed it on um, on Friday's overtime show, we do have a brand new uh, bingo card to share with you. Yeah, and it starts in the upper left hand corner with. Oh, oh. So you got that going for this you. This is pinned to the top of Pat Unleashed on Twitter. If you need to print this up to play. Uh, the next square, President Brain Dead, and then we've got uh, in the middle, Posse Comitatus, which is normally spoken. Posse Comitatus, Posse Comitatus, because people get hysterical about <laughs> Posse Comitatus. Uh, Jeffy says, "You can quote me on that." So that'll happen to happen on Wednesday or Friday. Uh, KJP talking about the president. Somehow the sound is just supposed to... The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. And there it is. Mm -hmm. President is the best communicator they have in the White House. And they got problems over there. And they do. Then Keith saying... If it saves just one life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, Jeffy. Uh, That's what you do. (laughs) Uh, This from the president where he says all the time, don't jump. Don't jump. It sounds a little something like that. There it is. Uh, So-and-so will be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. That hurts. Uh, The introduction. I am Patrick of Helena, son of Joseph. Uh, Warms the cockles of your heart. That used to happen to me all the time. But then I had my cockles surgically removed. So hasn't happened in a while. So you trans cockles. Uh, Right. Uh, Then we have... uh, I haven't grown a third tail. I haven't grown a third tail. <laughs> uh, what if it were reversed? Oh, gosh. You know, Republican instead of a Democrat, wow, which happens an awful lot on this show. So, Soviet National Anthem is next. And it sounds a little something like this. expected to stand for that soon enough uh no kidding uh that's not that far off uh the last square on that particular line we need to have a conversation when are we going to have that conversation we sure need it uh then there's but in europe in europe it's kind of like the posse comitatus thing uh grown-ass man i'm your nightmare i'm your nightmare Mm -hmm. sure are boy that's no truer words were ever spoken. Uh, Keith with... Uh, yeah. Dear aliens, aliens, send help. Send help. Mm-hmm. Jeffy. And more. Uh, then we've got uh, Alejandro Mayorkas saying... The border, the border, the border, the border <laughs> is secure. Okay. Uh, Keith with... Go make the sex with yourself. Then... Over there. Oh, that's how you spell it. Over there. <laughs> Uh, it's a death cult. Yeah. And then this from somebody. 
And not, we need to be free too. Not really sure where that came from. Was that one of those school uh, board, school board meetings? meetings? Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Didn't want to wear a mask <laughs> or something. Yeah. Uh, she was like nine or something. Oh. Seven. And so was adorable. And right uh, in Joe Biden's wheelhouse. Right. Oh my gosh. Uh, we got to show you. Uh, yet another of those creepy instances with the guy. I thought he had said he was going to stop doing that and be more concerned about people's space. Didn't he say that a couple uh, years ago? Yeah, but when he was trying to get the Democrat primary. Right. Yeah. Right. That and that's out the minutes. window, yeah. man. He doesn't. He, I, I don't know why somebody, ha- Jill, who was standing right next to him at the time, could maybe say, uh, you know what? It just. Bad optics, okay? Don't do that anymore. Stop touching people. <laughs> stop smelling people. Stop caressing young girls. Stop it. What are you doing? Just uh, bizarre. It really is bizarre. Uh, he was in Mississippi, though, on Friday touring the tornado damage. And he was in Rolling Fork, Mississippi. Okay. Okay. But, of course, um, he had no idea where he was. Uh-oh. The town of Rolling Stone will be back. Oh, wow. And we'll be with you every step of the way. And I, did I, what did uh, I say? No, I, I, didn't, I, I said Rolling Fork. No. Rolling you, Stone. Yeah. I had my mind going here. Had my mind going here. Wow. Uh, hold on a second. Wow. When he walks away from that clip, he still thinks the town's name <clears throat> is Rolling Stone. Does he? Play that again. Just listen mm-hmm. to it, what he's saying there. He thinks it's Rolling Stone. The town of Rolling Stone will be back, and we'll be with you every step of the way. And I, did I, what did I say? I, I didn't. I said Rolling Fork, Rolling Stone. I got my mind going. See, here. Still, yeah. So he still thought it was. Yeah, you're right. I think he believed he was being told. Oh my gosh. Ah, uh, uh, Rolling Fork, Rolling Stone. <laughs> It's a city that's owned by Mick Jagger. Oh. And, uh, oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And they'll be back. And they're going to play better than they ever have. I, the man Even is. Even though they're all 90 years old. Such an embarrassment. You know? What did I say? Yeah. Rolling Stone. I said Rolling Stone. What do you mean? <laughs> I tell you. He's just. The worst. Yeah, by the way. He is the worst. That tornado <laughs> that came through Rolling Fork, Mississippi, they. Mm. I figured out was 190 miles per hour. Oh my gosh! And it was uh, it was Jeez. an EF4. So is that EF EF4 still? Yeah. 190 is an EF4. Wow. Yeah, I forget what the cutoff is, but it's right around there. You're right. Yeah, it was. Dang. Absolutely amazing. And um, by the way, if you want to help out these towns, MercuryOne.org, mm-hmm. because there we just keep adding to them every week. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Uh, and more. Trouble is coming tomorrow for the middle of the country. Texas to Ohio. And, of course, they they had devastating tornadoes again where 33 people died um, in Arkansas and elsewhere over the weekend. Jeez, just awful. So our thoughts and prayers are with them. And and you can actually physically donate to them. Mm MercuryOne.org be a great place to go and do that. Uh, And, of course, uh, this is what I was alluding to a few minutes ago with with the pedophile in chief. (laughs) Um, he noticed <laughs> yeah. little, a little girl there and uh, absolutely had to be inappropriate with her. Oh, no. Okay. And it looked a little something like this. Yeah, let's see here. 
He's, I mean, he's touching her. Uh, Don't touch uh, people, bro. Like, hey, what are you doing? And then he her, and he clearly is not digging it. And I think, do we have this still at the end where her, she's showing, you see her face and she's like, okay. <laughs> get him uh, away from me. Please get this pedo away from me. <laughs> oh, that is. Wow. That's a cry for help right yeah. there. Yeah. Just so awkward. People don't know what to do. It's the president of the United yeah. States and he's creeping on your daughter and you don't, you, you don't want him to do it, but what are you going to say? Okay, old man. Let's okay. Move along. Back off. I wish somebody would. It would just be so great if he got put in his place. And then maybe it would stop, you know? If somebody slapped his hand or knocked him away or knocked him out, <laughs> of course he'd be shot by the Secret Service, but it would make a point. It sure would. It would make a point, and thank you for making that point. <laughs> I hope it was worth it. And I'm glad to see the comforter-in-chief, well, in some instances, trying to be... Too much of a comforter. <sighs> but nice to see him showing up at uh, the disaster zones here. But it's day 60 of him not being oh. uh, at East Palestine, the train Ohio. derailment. Yeah, because it was uh, two months ago uh, today. Mm. And there was another train derailment uh, just to commemorate the anniversary, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> another train derailed in Montana. Hey, you know what? Let's commemorate the two-month anniversary of uh, the Ohio derailment. We'll derail this thing. What is going on with all these derailments? How hard is it to keep a train on the tracks? Have we determined what the substance? Because uh, the last I saw was stuff was spilling into yeah, the water. They didn't in know Montana. what it was. Yet. They didn't know what it was. Oh gosh! Yeah, there, there's no danger to anybody, of course, but we have no idea what it is. Well, then how do you know there's no danger to anybody? <laughs> Unconfirmed contents. I mean, what kind of... How, how, how do you hard not, is it? Is, you, you call up the, I don't know, the owner of the of the train, and you say, hey, what are you carrying right now in Montana? Were those 25 cars derailed? Um, I would imagine hmm. that if you're, you know, the uh, engineer, whatever, you're driving the train, don't you have like a... a maybe you have a clipboard. Yeah, right. You know, that says car car 10 has this, car 11, we're carrying. Oh, that's just, Mm -hmm. yeah, nothing. That way, if something happens. Yeah, we don't know what that was. (laughs) This country, I swear. It's crazy. We do know know that it was, uh, oh, no, no, this is, see, I was reading this line from the story. The Montana crash comes less than a week after a 70-car train hauling hazardous materials derailed in North Dakota. Jeez. So, I mean... And it goes on and on and on, man. Crazy. It's absolutely nuts. Yep. I mean, let's see. The tracks kind of go straight. And are you trying to turn left or right uh, as an engineer? What are you doing? Ah, uh, see, these California <laughs> stops will get you every time when every you're driving time. a train. Every stinking time. Oh, that's what it is. Uh, and, of course, as we mentioned, uh, just tornadoes all over the place. Dozens were killed. I believe it's 33 right now. Um, in Little Rock, Arkansas, huge twister barreled through town, and there's actually video of it. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of interesting videos. Look at this. this. Here's the first one. Look at that. That's from a ways away. That's a big boy, miles. too. But that, I mean, look at that thing. That's huge. That's frightening. You see that baby barreling towards you? Well, yeah, and... We have a much closer uh, look at that tornado.
from inside um, a business that was hit by mm. that tornado. Watch this. This is something else right here. Everything's pretty calm so far. Well, you see it off in the distance. You just watching here. Okay. All right. It's getting a little a little closer here. We're gonna keep we're gonna keep rolling, huh? Okay. So keep rolling. Uh, who's taking this footage? Yeah. You should be taking uh shelter here. Uh, -huh. uh forget about the video. Go to shelter. Yeah, they're saying it on the radio. Wait, it's a this tornado. Isn't, yeah, is this the is this the Oh, maybe that's not the one, huh? Get Hold in on. Here. here we go. Is this the same one here, Riley? Just checking here. I think it is. Because there was two. She put up two. Yeah. Yeah, watch this. There's a great line and everything. Okay, on, so we can get in. Holy crap. I'm pretty calm for what's about to happen yeah. here. Are you getting the video? All right. Uh -huh. Uh, well, okay. I thought this one picked Nothing up happens? Hold on. I, so everything's fine. Wait, no, wait, stop, stop. Hold on. You can kill that one, Kayla. Okay. Is this the timeout? Can we pause for a second? I got a question for Riley behind the scenes here. How many of, of those videos did you pull from the store there? One or two? Okay. We need the other one. We need the video that was on, on the right of that post. And do we have that one or? or uh, we're gonna have to. That get one's it. not posted. Okay, because I think it's like from inside the tornado. Yeah, you right? have to see this. We have to get that pulled yeah. immediately because that is an experience. It's like a ride. But yeah. no one was hurt in the making of this tornado video. That's a fact. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. But they got a direct hit. They sure did. And and kept recording. Yeah. And. And Holy cow. What, what did she say uh, afterward on Facebook? She, uh, she posted. Yeah, Kimberly Shaw's her name, apparently. Yeah. Um, she said, yesterday changed my life. We were in Little Rock when the tornado hit. It was a direct hit to where we were. Sucked me out the door. <sighs> Thank yeah. God for my husband who grabbed me and tried pulling me back in. We're both injured, but okay. Here's the video uh, yeah. showing that it well, almost took my yeah. life. So then she posted it on Facebook too. So we'll get that for you. It's it's a ride. The one that Kayla just started playing though is been making the rounds this weekend with all the tornado action around the country. Mm -hmm. I hadn't seen this, so I, I this is the most fascinating view of a tornado I've ever seen. If you want to play this from Colorado in 2021, ha, look at that thing. That is mm. incredible, and it just wow. seems fake. Yeah, it looks like a Hollywood special effect. It does. That is, oof. I mean, those are simultaneously the coolest things and the most terrifying things. Yeah. And a lot of this country is seeing that. Now, the good news, though, the good news uh, about tornadoes these days is uh, someone posted this uh, fun fact. Since 1954, total tornadoes, and I don't know if you want to put this chart up, Kayla. Total tornadoes are up since slightly. 1964. 1954. Total tornadoes in the United States are up slightly, as you can see there. And um, but uh, weak uh, level one tornadoes, they're way up. And you know why? Because we're better at recording them. <laughs> That's why. But strong tornadoes measured mm -hmm. from level two to five um, are way down. 
way so down. So when someone says, mm. oh, the weather weird and climate change, more intense storms. No. Uh-huh. No. No. None, none, so to go through that, again, total tornadoes up a little bit in the last 75 years. Weak tornadoes are way up, but the strong ones are way down. And that's what that chart is telling you. Interesting. Right there. See how see how mm-hmm. thick uh, how long the red lines are for the real serious ones back in the mm-hmm. 50s, 60s. Mm-hmm. Those are smaller as you get closer to today. Not as many powerful tornadoes. Interesting. It is. It is. Because to listen to the global warming freaks, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they tell us all the time, much more frequent, much more intense, blah 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 blah. Uh, and that's just it's a lie. But they. They lie about all of it. They lie about the tornadoes, the hurricanes, the droughts, the floods, everything. Did you see the National Weather Service on Friday, which was Trans Visibility Day? Did you, by the way, when you left here, mm-hmm. your big goal for the day was you wanted to finally be able to see them when you were out and about. Did you Yeah, because I was told into them? they were visible. Yeah. Uh, I didn't run into any. Um, I, I, I may have got a glimpse of one, though. Okay. But because they were visible, I didn't smash now you into don't them. Know, now you don't know. Yeah. So, so <laughs> keep in mind, Friday, mm-hmm. meteorologists around the country knew for days that it was going to be a, a major weather event around the country. And it's the same thing, like I said, they're predicting for tomorrow. So what was the priority Friday morning for the National Weather Service was it to alert everyone? Hey, we got severe weather coming. No, no. What was what, what was it? That they to did? promote justice, equality, <laughs> and equity for the transgender community, oh. the National Weather Service family champions and stands alongside our transgender employees on this day, on this day, and every day. I swear. Trans hashtag Trans Day of Visibility. There it is. Beautiful. That's beautiful. So that's what we need from the National Weather Service, isn't it? That's exactly what we need. The left has now sexualized the weather. Yeah, I I must admit I didn't see that coming. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't think a lot of people did. Congrats. You've you've covered. I think. Have you have you now covered every base? I'm afraid to ask. What what well, is no. left here? We're we're gonna find out that uh, probably in the next year there's Whoa. much more territory to cover, and they will, they'll cover it. That's the good thing. They'll definitely cover it. That's gonna be fun. I can't wait. Buckle up, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should be fun. It's gonna be a good time that will be had by all. And I'm just checking. We don't have the uh, tornado uh, inside the tornado video. Up and at them yet, right? We don't. All right. Uh, Just to finish off what she said about it, you know, the person who took the video, and this makes sense Uh because I think it was kind of what we were just alluding to. She said at the end that after she mentioned that both she and her husband were injured but okay, and then she she says, here's the video that almost took my life. Uh She finishes by saying, stop recording tornadoes (laughs) and get into shelter instead. I've learned this the hard way. Yeah. Okay, I mean, I, that's uh, true. Safety tip that's there. true, Kimberly Shaw. However, mm-hmm. once you see the video, you will be convinced it was totally worth it. <laughs> because that is a cool video. So long as they weren't killed. They weren't killed. Uh, yeah. It was completely worth it. That's great. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So we'll have that for you as, mm-hmm. as soon as we possibly can. Uh, but apparently... We don't at this particular moment. Uh, James Patterson called out the New York Times for uh, their bizarre bestsellers list practices. But their best-selling books, I mean, they're really the authority. When you 
when you hear that a book is selling well, what do they always quote? <laughs> the New York Times bestsellers list. There it is. Uh, but what he has discovered, I mean, and I didn't know this about James Patterson, he is credited with over 200 novels spanning five decades. Uh, 114 of them made it to the New York Times bestsellers list. Cool. So that's a that's a world record. 114 on the New York Times bestsellers oh, list. A lot of Can you imagine that? Go an entire life. Yeah. Just hoping to publish that great American novel. <laughs> right. Never mind bestseller list. This right. guy's 114 bestsellers? 114. Cool. 67 of them hit number one. Both of those are uh, Guinness World Records. Wow. Isn't that something? That is incredible. But uh, on behalf of Secretary of State Mike, Mike Pompeo, he said, hey, how come Pompeo is outselling so many of these books that are ahead of it on the New York Times bestsellers list? Oh. Now, this is something Glenn has addressed multiple times because he's been a victim of it multiple times. Uh, there was, in fact, stuff, uh, I don't know, a couple books ago. He had written this book that was by far number one. And it outsold the number two book, I think, for the week by 40,000 copies or something like that. And it was, he was down to fourth or fifth on the list. How does that happen? Well, because the New York Times bestsellers list is weighted. And so certain bookstores or places where they sell books are more important than others. And so they count for more. Wait. It either sold the best or it didn't. What do you mean? <laughs> this is this is not subjective. You just count the books, and whoever had the most mm-hmm. is at the top of the list. It's funny you mentioned the New York Times because over the weekend, you know, blue checks are starting to disappear if you don't pony up. Oh, right. And uh, that, that process <laughs> is underway. The New York Times lost their blue check. Really? Uh, Good. Yeah, because they, they didn't pony up. Uh, so they can't e- afford eight bucks a month. <laughs> yes, <not>. well, <laughs> that's great. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted out uh, the real tragedy of the New York Times is that their propaganda isn't even interesting. <laughs> also, their feed is the Twitter equivalent of diarrhea. It's unreadable. <laughs> Elon that's, Musk. That's great. World's richest man. <laughs> I saw that he has the uh, most uh, Twitter followers now. Oh, Elon. Yeah. Oh, pff, yeah. yeah. By uh, far. You want to talk about? I mean. It pays to have your uh, access to the controls. Do we know how many? I, I mean, is he I over could, 100 million, I suppose? Oh, I could look. I've never checked it out. I'll, I'll let you know here. Uh, Vin Diesel, I thought, w- at one point had the most followers. Is that oh. Facebook, maybe, though, or Twitter? Because he, he was around 80 million. And you're like, why is he the voice of Groot? And then you realize how many Twitter followers yeah. he had. It's not Twitter that, that's doing Maybe it for him. Maybe it's Facebook. Yeah, because that's 430,000 there. 430,000 is all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so he must be active wherever Instagram else. or Facebook yeah. or I don't know. Elon is at <laughs> 133.5 million. Ooh, e- Elon Musk. We. Wow. Just, so just, that's almost everybody who's on Twitter. Just a little follows him. north of what you and I have. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, barely. Just, it's yeah. not even worth mentioning the It's like a rounding error. <laughs> That's what it's like. When you, when you do Pat Unleashed yeah. or Keith Malinak on right. Twitter. It's yeah. just a little bit of change. That's all. Uh, by the way, speaking of super popular people, um, announced over the weekend, Asa Hutchinson <laughs> is running for president. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's good. 
I remember he sucked during the lockdowns. He's jumping right into the 2024 presidential race. Recently completed two terms as Arkansas governor. Said uh, yesterday he will seek the Republican presidential nomination, positioning himself as an alternative to Donald Trump. In fact, he he suggested Donald Trump get out of the race. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be nice if everybody who uh, is going to crush you in this race yeah. were to get out of it? Then, yeah, that would be good for you, wouldn't it? <laughs> I got news for Asa. It's going to take a lot more than Trump getting out. That's you. for sure. That is for sure. What inspires a guy like this to think, uh, you know, no one has any idea who I am. Mm-hmm. I think I can win this thing. Okay. <laughs> how do you how do you come to that conclusion? I, I mean, know. everybody puts together those presidential, uh, what do they call them? You know, when you're investigating. Uh, ah, something. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of the term got, right with, now. Floating a balloon, trial balloon. We got a, uh, I uh, don't know. Something. You, something. Exploratory. Exploratory committee. Exploratory committee. And and you were successful? <laughs> Somebody came that? back to you and said, <laughs> and said I, hey. I see a path. I see a path <laughs> to you getting the nomination and winning the presidency. Okay. I mean, really? Republican Party is not in that bad of shape that we <laughs> no. need Asa Hutchinson. I think they're in much better shape than the Democrats are. And there's, you know, there's no path for anybody really but Biden. Well, yeah. I mean, later today, though, we'll have a clip of uh, someone who is starting to make noise uh, on the Democrat side about running for president in 2024. Is so it somebody who's pissed off at Joe Biden in the Democrat uh, Party? Aren't they all? Is it? <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out. Are you trying to keep it secret? Well, I'm only trying to keep it secret instead of playing the clip now because, mm-hmm. speaking of Arkansas, we have that tornado footage here. Oh, would you right. like to see that inside the hurricane or the tornado? Right. Sorry, I was listening to it the whole way up. Okay, I mean, uh, you're literally like in the- Yeah, you're yeah. in it all right. Watch that traffic light out there. See that green light? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm getting yeah. this. Here we go. It's there. Might want to yeah. seek shelter. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh. Game on. Oh. Oh. Oh, she's almost getting sucked she, down. She does get sucked out. Yeah. Oh, man. And he grabs her. He's out in it now. Wow. Oh. Can you imagine? Jeez. The door's shattered now. He's holding on to her. He drags her back in. Oh. Don't let That's go. frightening, isn't it? Yeah. That is frightening. All right. They're and, okay. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So this, we pop this down a little bit here. Uh, so so they're just kind of, you know, checking their body, making sure I got all my limbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we don't have to play this entire, like, two-minute thing here. But um, it goes. you do see the guy is, is dripping blood onto the floor there. In fact, got I, cut by the glass, yeah, probably. Yeah, I think so, because he was, Jeez. you know, reaching out, holding on to her. Mm. Um, but I love at the very end... Uh, uh, Kayla, how much time's left on this video? You know, yeah. Here we go. L- just listen to this. Pop this up. Is it constant up here, or are the cars gone? No, no, 
Okay. Well, she's on the phone with somebody now. He's dripping blood. Yeah. Mm. And then he says, uh, well, you're not dead. Here we go. You're not dead. You're not dead. <laughs> I mean, that's the South right there. Look, you're not dead. So. It's interesting, too, because you really don't see the tornado come. It's just there. Yeah, it's just on them. Uh-huh. Like, it just, I don't know if it bounced to where they were, but you would think you would see it gradually, you know, or maybe even quickly coming toward you. You really don't see that. Yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty scary. Because, I mean, that's probably why she kept... She kept rolling the footage because she didn't know it was right on him. Wow. And as she said. Frightening. Uh, turn seek, off the seek camera. shelter. Yeah. <laughs> Don't record that. Shoo. But look, you know what? You got a lot of clicks. Congratulations. And you didn't die, like the guy said. <laughs> didn't die. Uh, wow. Being very, very fortunate. Very blessed yeah. that they didn't die because uh, that was a bad. I mean, it's another bad weekend for tornadoes and yeah. whether they're record setting or not whether they're more intense or not when it happens to you it's a big deal and um and it's life-changing yeah we had uh severe weather right here in dfw last night and anybody listening between texas on a diagonal line up to ohio be ready for tomorrow because this mm. pattern is continuing man. yeah and 91 today and uh, DFW. 91. So we got that going for us, too. Uh, more coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Got some tweets here. Uh, let's see. High Plains Stranger tweets. Pat, these train derailments are symptomatic of the overall problem that our country is going off the rails. See what they did there? I do. Mm-hmm. I like it, yeah. Uh, Mr. S, uh, yeah, we need a president from Arkansas. Worked so well the last time, <laughs> didn't it, though? Uh, and from Fury and Energy, Asa Hutchinson is finally in the race. Thank goodness. <laughs> yeah. Me and all my friends have been clamoring for him to get in. This changes nothing. <laughs> also, uh, interestingly, there is a Democrat in the race as well. Well, not yet. Officially. Well, yeah, right. maybe. Right, may there may be another. There's already what's her face uh, got into it. Um, oh, Marianne Williamson. Yes, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. So he's going to be primaried. Apparently, I mean, if they last that long. If he lasts that long. Uh, but here's the other person oh. who may be in it. Interesting. Okay. Are you open to running for president on that ticket? Joe Manchin. Hmm. Dana, first of all, Dana. I'm worn out. The people are tired, <laughs> sick and tired of the fighting and division that we have mm-hmm. and dividing the country. Abraham Lincoln said, mm-hmm. a divided, uh, divided, we cannot stand. We cannot basically <laughs> have a divided country. Exactly. You know the we thing. Cannot withstand that. We have to come uh, together. So are you considering running for president? We have a movement. So, so there's a, are there's you a considering movement. it? There's a movement uh-huh. going on that people want. Say it to again, bring Dana. Stand by the way. back to the Dana sensible, and reasonable, responsible middle. Do you Dana, want to lead that movement in a bid for president? I'm trying to get a dialogue. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to get a dialogue to where people are saying, oh, dialogue. come on, this is ridiculous. Don't force people to go to the extremes. Yeah. Would you like to replace President Braindead? 
Uh, is that your goal? No, I think he just Mr. Manchin? wants to have a dialogue. Or No, we should have a conversation. Yeah, we need Can a we conversation. please just have a conversation That's about all he it. wants to do. He's not saying he's running. Is it so much to ask that we finally have a conversation? Dana. I don't think so. Creepy. Uh, so, yeah, Joe, Joe Manchin is pissed about uh, certain things uh, from the Biden administration that they promised him and then didn't do. Uh, like with the uh, Inflation Reduction Act, mm. they got him to sign off on that mm-hmm. uh, by telling him a whole bunch of lies, whole pack of lies about what was going to happen with, it was mainly over the materials involved in electric vehicles. And he wanted them to come from America. We all know Joe Biden doesn't give a rat's anus about anything coming from America because he's got an America last policy. And he is going full speed ahead with that America last policy. And so what they promised Manchin was, yeah, we've got certain restrictions here. We're going to have to get it from North America. And they're not. They came up with uh, back channels and ways around it. And they just did a workaround. And now he's upset about it. And he should be. Right, right. You know, you could get rid of Joe Manchin in one debate. Um, (laughs) It would just take some candidate saying, look, you're constantly getting duped by your own party right right why should we believe that that you're going to make the right decision in a room with say vladimir putin yeah how many times have they told you something and lied to you and you just bought into it over and over and over and over again you act like you actually have principles and then you sell them out every single time why be a great question for him no one will ask it but uh (laughs) be interesting if he got into the race though I'd kind of like to see some infighting in the Democrat Party. That'd be great. Also on Friday, Peter Ducey had a question for KJP uh, about artificial intelligence and oh. whether she has any artificial or otherwise. Oh, is it, was that not the question? He wasn't <laughs> asking her about her intelligence. That's a better question. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, okay. Here's what happened. There's an expert from the Machine Intelligence Research Institute who says that if there is not an indefinite pause on AI development, this is a quote, Literally everyone on Earth will die. No. Oh, wow. No. Who said that? Pause that for a second. Who did? Some head of some uh, computer. Oh, my gosh. Can we go back to... I wasn't paying very close oh, no. attention to him for some reason. Uh, let's see that again from the top, if we could. Um, because that's... There's an expert from the Machine Intelligence Research Institute who says that okay. if there is not an indefinite pause on AI development, mm-hmm. this is a quote, Literally everyone on Earth Literally. will die. Whoa. <laughs> That's laughing. a big statement. They're laughing in there. Would you agree that does not sound good? He's not laughing. <laughs> that does not sound good. He's laughing. Everybody Your thinks... delivery, Peter, is quite, it's quite something. It sounds crazy, but is gonna, it? Yeah. Uh, all I can say is that there's a comprehensive process oh, in place. No. We put out a blueprint back in October, as you know. I don't say. have anything to share. Uh, mm-hmm. We have seen the letter. We mm-hmm. understand what their concerns are. Okay. Uh, again, mm-hmm. a comprehensive process. We're going to let that, we'll let that flow. So is President Biden worried? that artificial intelligence could become self-aware. Hmm. Look, we are, again, there's a comprehensive process. 
Uh, we are taking this very seriously. We put our the blueprint no, out Peter. Uh, back in October. I just don't want to get ahead of our findings. That's all my book has in front that, of me. Sorry. Uh, mm -hmm. What that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. uh, but it is a cohesive federal government approach to mm. AI-related risks, is there anything as you just laid out in a very dramatic way. Uh, but clearly, yeah. <laughs> is there anything more dramatic? I mean, you just read it. Pretty dramatic. Pretty dramatic. Um, <laughs> We're going to move on. We're going to move you, on. Peter. That's all I got. Thank my you book. for the drama. Go ahead. Mm. Um, about wow. that. Sorry, a little more serious topic. Little more serious subject, says the next reporter. Yeah. That's... Everyone in that room was laughing except for Peter Ducey. Why does Gosh. I feel like that clip's going to come back to haunt us? Uh, and they'll be, they'll be sorry. They just dismissed it like that. Well, yeah, just don't worry about it. We're well, going to be sorry. <laughs> Not good, man. Wow. I don't like it. Well, it's, I mean, everything is fine. You know, everything's fine under this president. There's nothing to worry about. Um, the country's in great shape. We're strong. The U.S. dollar is strong. Wow, okay. Yeah. Really? I didn't realize this. I appreciate uh -huh. this uh, pep talk here for a Monday morning. Yeah, it's great. It's great because, cool. I mean, what did the president of uh, Kenya mean last week when oh, no. he said it was time to dump the U.S. dollar? This is sad. I'm scared. People <clears throat> who work numbers, I am giving you free advice. That those oh. of you who are holding dollars, you surely might go into losses. You better, you better uh, do what you must do, because uh, this market is going to be different mm. in a couple of weeks. Oh, okay. Hello. Is it? A little mm. help here. It's interesting. Um, huh. Okay. So uh, that was uh, mm. that was over a week ago. He said that. So you got the clock's ticking. I guess he said a couple of weeks. So you got about another week. <laughs> before it all comes crashing in. Wow. I mean, it's president of Kenya. Nobody's going to listen to him, I guess. But uh, somebody should. Maybe we should start paying attention when so many world leaders are saying something to that effect. Mm, you might want to sit up and take notice and The bit. world is changing. Uh, Russia and China just said, hey, <sighs> we're, we're paving the way forward in this new world order. Yeah. Oh, neat. And they really are. Those last two clips, I feel, are going to come back and haunt us. The AI a little bit further down the road. Right. The dollar thing from the Kenyan president uh, sooner. Yeah, but, like tomorrow. Yeah, like today. Or later on today. Oh. One of the two. <sighs> hey, thank you for uh, stepping up with Preborn and the ultrasound machine. Wow. I mean, our listeners came up with this idea mm -hmm. of uh, just buying a whole machine because... $28 is great. If you can do that, that'd be fantastic. But there were some who said, you know what? Maybe some of us can do a little bit more. Yeah. And you have. And so we're very close. we got to get an update yeah, today. Yeah, we're hoping to get an Hope. update today. Exactly. I will say that we were dangerously close toward the end of last week. Mm -hmm. So here's hoping y'all have stepped up so big here for that. What was it? $15,000 we were trying to raise for that mm -hmm. one machine. Yep. God bless you all. Thank you. Uh, if you'd like to contribute and get us over the top, go to preborn.com slash pat. And when you donate, make sure you type in pat head machine. Your donation will go directly to that to get a brand new ultrasound machine for some deserving center so that they can show ultrasounds to these women who are considering abortion. It makes them twice as likely to choose life once they see the ultrasound. And we'll keep you updated on the progress. As soon as we get the update, we will share it with you uh, as we try to get this machine um, purchased for a preborn clinic. And we want to do it by Mother's Day. Hopefully, we'll do it long before that. 
it's a special gift to bless hurting mothers and their babies who desperately need our help. So remember to note Pathead Machine when you go to preborn.com slash pat for Operation Pathead Machine. Oh, the national championship game tonight. Uh, UConn versus San Diego State. Mm. Those are the two schools that came through on uh, Saturday in the semifinals of the Final Four. Uh, San Diego State beat Florida Atlantic. It's too bad they had to play each other in the semis. That would have been fun. I know. And then UConn beat Miami handily. I mean, UConn has just waltzed through five opponents in this tournament. They were only... 25 and 8 coming into the tournament. Mm. Now they're 30 and 8, but but they they didn't look like I mean they had a 4 seed which is good, but it's not great. And uh kind of a surprise in San Diego State of course is a real surprise. That FAU San Diego State game. Oh, buzzer beater. I feel so bad for Florida Atlantic. I yeah, love the geez. the the story of how, you know, they were driving around in a in a van or something with an oil leak uh, not too long ago. And now you know they were treated like royalty at the Final Four, uh, and they cool. had that they had the lead the entire game. And then San Diego State with that amazing shot there at the buzzer. I was actually uh, I had to watch the end of that game at the Red Lobster. So oh. yeah, so I got to see that game there uh, at the Red Lobster. And a shout out to uh, Pathead Luke, who <laughs> I guess recognized me and says he's a big fan of the show. Oh, loves cool. what we do here. So Luke at Red Lobster. Hey, thanks for tuning in, man. We appreciate it. And uh, anyway, that's my, uh, I hated to, I just, when you see a Cinderella team like mm-hmm. Florida Atlantic, mm-hmm. it's like, man, you want that just to keep going. Yeah, you do. And uh, to a certain extent, San Diego State was uh, a little bit of a Cinderella too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, so for them to be in the national championship game, it's pretty cool. Would have been better for like, I think they were in the same side of the bracket, but Florida Atlantic versus Princeton, something like that in the championship <laughs> game. Yeah. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Uh-huh. Instead of the same old, I mean, UConn has won five national championships. That sounds right, yeah. Going for, I think, maybe this would be their fifth mm. if they win tonight. Uh, and I, it, I mean, the way they've been going through this, through the teams in this tournament, seems like they will win this thing, but we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. They're hot. Uh, this past weekend was supposed to be the Trans Day of Rage, mm. but organizers of a Washington, D.C. event canceled their plans, saying they had a credible threat because the trans community is constantly <laughs> under attack. You know it. Our hearts go out to them, of course, oh, uh, at this time when they're being so victimized. Yeah. Uh, leading into the weekend, we had the Trans Day of Visibility. We had uh, this trans member telling us how special trans people are oh. and what God thinks about all this. Oh, okay. Interestingly. All right. I think children are only unsafe at drag shows when a shooter shows up to kill them. Oh. That's right. That's where the threat is. <laughs> I would challenge anyone just to get to know trans people. We are a vibrant, diverse community, as diverse as anyone else. Okay. You know, I'm from the great state of Texas. I served in the military. I go to church every Sunday. My faith is very important to me. Uh-huh. But 
God made me in her image. God made me oh transgender. Uh, good and to see these people so cynically oh, weaponize this and exploit these children's debts and their teachers' debts, <laughs> it breaks my heart. I wonder what those families are thinking right now. Well, what do How you, what make do you make, feel when you have somebody like Michael Knowles say at CPAC, we need to eradicate transgenderism, and when somebody like Tucker Carlson says that transgender people are at war with Christians? I can't see Christ in their words. That's for damn sure. <laughs> I can't see where the biblical principles of loving your neighbor and walking the walk with Christ that they can see. Uh, okay. I, I can't see what I they're seeing right now anymore. because that's not I Christ. I cannot it's take not. it anymore. Yeah. But he can see God making mistakes and uh, <laughs> putting her into a male body to begin with. Oops. Huh. What a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. That's weird, isn't still, it? Still waiting for the evidence of attacks uh, yeah, on, I, I, on the trans community. I, I know. Right? I mean, I'm definitely. Now, I do know about the trans person who murdered six innocent people mm-hmm. a week or so ago. Excuse I know about me, it's that. Ma'am. It is man. <laughs> but I've yet to see. I don't. And maybe it happens. I don't know. But I'm not seeing the trans people being attacked. I am seeing the attacks on Christians and pro-lifers, yeah. federal judges, parents yes. that show up at school board meetings, mm-hmm. uh, Trump supporters. Uh, conservative speakers, any Republican, any voter that yep. identifies like that. Seen a uh, lot of that. You know, women, mm-hmm. whites, Asians, yeah, children. Are they going to get a day of vengeance, or is that not not the thing? You talked about the um, uh, the the vic- you know how they feel like they're all under attack and all this stuff. Well, thankfully, a celebrity, Madonna, is going to hold a, a benefit concert for the victim the trans victims in this society uh, in mm. Nashville. Oh. She's going to Nashville oh to do a show. God. Is that not obscene? It's obscene. Wow. And Senator J.D. Vance, wow. you know, he tweeted out, yeah, is there going to be a uh, benefit concert for the murdered children and their families? Unreal. It's, it's, it's an upside-down world. Right, and remember how we played the stuff out of Nashville where they overtook the Capitol last Thursday, I think it was, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they were holding up seven fingers, Pat. So to remember all the victims, mm-hmm. the six murdered Christians at the Covenant School, and the trans shooter. That is despicable. It's it's despicable. Right? Jeez. This world is uh, there's insane. Really, there's no words for it. There really aren't. Yep. Virginia Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears had some thoughts while uh, she was on the Bill Maher show. Yeah, it's going to be a long clip here. I don't know that we're How long is time. it? Over two minutes. So, oh yeah, okay. We will have to play. It's that worth waiting back. for. <laughs> uh, so that'll be coming up. Yeah. Here. We also have um, a uh, another victim at a pro-trans rally. We'll have to share that with you too, because uh, another trans person being victimized. You'll see how brutalized uh, that person was coming up here in a minute. Uh, Billboard Chris was out there. You know, he's, they call him that because he wears billboards wherever oh, he goes. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. He's a protester, and uh-huh. he, he shows up with these billboards on on his uh, uh, kind of on Sandwich his board type stuff. Yeah, the or, sandwich board yeah, stuff. Uh-huh. And he goes all over the country doing this, and he's really brave about it because he's in the midst of people who hate his guts just about every single time. And uh, he was in the midst of one of these melees. We'll, we'll get Uh-oh. into that coming up. Uh-oh. Also, an FBI informant uh, testifies in the Proud Boys trial for uh, the January 6th, the day democracy almost Almost died. died. Uh, 
And uh, this FBI informant informant testifies on behalf of the defense. Huh. huh. Oh, isn't that interesting? It sure is. Hmm. We'll tell you about that as well uh, and lots more coming up. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Got some tweets here uh, from Hippie Patriot. Peter Ducey asked if uh, Joe Biden was aware of AI dangers. The hilarious part is that he asked if Biden was aware. (laughs) Be more specific, Peter. (laughs) Uh, from Carl Smith, nobody in the Biden administration has time to worry about the dangers of AI as they're spending every day trying to prove they have any real intelligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Oh, no question. Uh, Chicken Too Tasty tweets. So if KJP can discard the AI person for being catastrophic, let's see her do the same thing to the climate morons. Yeah, oh, I too. wish. Ape Lincoln tweets, God made me in their image. And made me do all the leg work. <laughs> Referring to the, <laughs> the trans person who said that's uh, just what she wanted him to be. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, Tamara B. tweets, does the National Weather Service also support Christian children in school? Mm, apparently not. No. Apparently oh. not. Uh, so over the weekend, there were people speaking out from the trans community. Uh, oh, first we've got uh, Virginia... Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears. Yes, on Bill Maher. She had some thoughts on Bill Maher's show. Uh, Bill Maher had some thoughts as well, but uh, here's that exchange. Well, what's interesting, if you've noticed, they are misgendering. I don't know who this guy And dead naming the loser. murderer. Right? They're referring to the murderer, murderer by their given name, that? not yeah, their chosen is. name. Right. And by who their... Cares? Um, uh-huh. re- re- referring to her as a woman, as opposed to what her identity apparently was, was a man. Right. Which is so? not the way the media usually does these things. They're usually very particular mm. about mm-hmm. the subjective sense of gender identity in respecting that. If someone says they're a man, then they're a man. But yeah, in this well, case, they're not doing that. She's Hang a killer, on, you know so what? who cares? This person murdered six Thank people. Thank you! I don't really care who you Good. say you are. Yes. You murdered six people and three go. of them were children. Mm-hmm. You don't get a say. Well, she's dead now, so, you know. <laughs> but you don't get a say in telling mm-hmm. us who you are and what you're about. You right. killed six people. Thank you. Okay, but That's what let's really take matters. her out of this and just... All right, so here's what I'm saying. Talk about the issue without the So murder. the issue then... Well, no, because you brought it out, so you know what okay. you talk about. So, so now we're <laughs> nice. on to something else. But here's the thing. Okay. I'm a parent. I'm a parent all day. I get to decide what happens in my child's life. Not you, mm. not the government, mm-hmm. not anybody. I don't co-parent. I had this child. Good. I'm responsible yeah. for this child. Anything yeah. happens to little Johnny, you're calling me, right? right? As you should. Right. right. So what I'm saying, hang on. So what I'm saying now is if I don't want my child giving lap dances at school by a drag queen, right. I don't want it done. Right. That's happening. But do you if think the state should want, have the right? Do you think the state should have the right to I'm interfere? I'm talking about as a parent. Well, I am a parent. I mean, Forget the state. I'm a parent. Lap dancers. Yeah. This is my child. I'm not I will make a decision I'm about what sh- happens with my child. I'm not sure lap dancers. <laughs> 
It's happening. Last you know, there's drag queen story. There are definitely drag queens reading to children. Mm -hmm. There are drag queens that are doing pole dances. There are drag queens that are in school. Are, mm -hmm. You, you, what? Bill, you gotta read more. <laughs> nice. I love that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Wow. And that's the thing. You know, on this wow. show, we don't play every clip. There's so many out there of these drag queens doing these unspeakable things with children. And mm -hmm. and so we just, we don't play them. But they're happening out there. That's a tough one, you know. Do you play all this stuff, the evidence, so people know what they're up against? Or do you not, you know, give them publicity? Yeah. That's a tough one. It is. But she did a great job there. and She's awesome. The audience was applauding. Yeah, yeah they were. And Bill Maher was laughing when mm -hmm. she basically put him in his place. Right. Keep an eye on her. Not much, not much you could say about that. Mm -hmm. I mean, she was just dead right, and even the Bill Maher audience realized it. Mm -hmm. He also talked about, Maher actually, actually spoke about the social contagion of transism. Uh, he, he said that the, there is a social contagion that plays a role in this surge of children uh, who identify as transgender. He was talking about the transgender uh, mass shooter, and uh, they had this in the same panel. And he said, to be fair, probably most, I think the studies show, most of the people who do it say they are glad they did it, he says. Um, I think most who do it, and I guess that's transition. You know, I've talked to parents about this. A lot of times, you know that the kid is not gay. You know there was just the factory installed equipment didn't match. Okay, that's a real thing. It happens, but it, it's rare, but it happens. And that's true. It is rare. Um, but, and you're talking about, there are other the other ones now, because it's somewhat trendy. Yeah. I know people hate to hear that, but it's obviously true. There's an element of social contagion, or else it wouldn't be so prevalent here in California and not in Indiana. It wouldn't be regional. That's a great point. Yes, it is. It's a great point. There is a social contagion right now because it is trendy right now. Uh, so, I don't know. And it's dangerous, uh, though. It's a trend that's dangerous because it's irreversible. It's not, hey... Um, what are some some trends when you were a kid, you know? Long hair. So long hair, right? You can cut it. You can cut it. Bell-bottom pants. Bell-bottom You can pants. wear something else. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know, they don't change. The exterior stuff yeah. where it doesn't change you. Yeah. But when you're cutting things off your body, that's a problem. Permanent. Or when you're giving yourself things that are going to block the natural process of your body. Evil. And wrong. It's just so wrong. And you can't tell me that there's no lingering effects from that. First of all, I don't think we've used these enough to really know for certain. But, I mean, common sense tells you that if you block somebody's natural process of pu puberty, something's going to happen to them longer term. Yeah, and the next two video clips we have are those who have transitioned, who regret it, um, yeah, having access to it as a youth. Here's uh, one of the trans individuals who... I don't know. For some reason, uh, they do this all the time. Decided to do some kind of message <laughs> from their car. It's quiet, you know? Yeah. It's a quiet and place. Alone. And they're alone. Yeah, yeah. It's tough to find a quiet space in this world. 
But this is such a great message. This is someone who transitioned at 15, I believe. Mm. And she's okay. got a warning, I guess. Here. So in America, we have this thing called freedom of speech. No one has to respect my pronouns. If I'm walking down the rope and someone wants to call me he, him, I might be upset about it, but there's nothing I can do about it because that's people's First Amendment right. Now, I've done my entire transition. I've been on HRT. I've had two different breast augmentations. I've had the literal surgery. I have female anatomy, or at least the closest thing I can get to female anatomy. If I'm not offended, why does it seem like so many people in the community, particularly the non-binary community, are offended? Good question. Is it because a lot of you guys, the, the only transition that's taking place really is your pronouns? <laughs> is it because you take it so personally? Because to me, my transition and who I am is a lot more than my pronouns. It's a lot more than someone just calling me she, her. If someone calls me he, him, I'm still Kelly. I, I, I still feel like myself. I don't need mm. a pronoun to define my entire existence. Wow, that's I don't great. need to use a pronoun and respect someone who unalived innocent children to feel like, oh, well, I'm doing it for the greater good of the community. If anything, you're bringing the community down which is exactly what I think the trans visibility movement did. Because if you really think about it, you guys, back before like people knew what it was to be trans before Caitlyn Jenner came out, it meant a lot more when a child would say, oh, I feel like I'm the other gender because they didn't know what it meant to be trans. So, so it actually wasn't something that was just taught to them, right? They didn't just pick it up here somewhere and then think, oh, I want that label and then they're gonna make a huge life mistake. If you want to call me a conservative, call me a conservative. I believe in protecting children. I believe in not respecting child unalivers. Nice. And I believe people that make transitions should go through a lot of therapy and make sure it's right for them before they jump into this. And they should mm -hmm. be over the age of 18, honestly. And I'm saying that as someone who transitioned at 15, I truly feel like legally speaking, the age in this country that you can consent to medication is 18 years of age. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's how it should be for HRT. Now, I'm not saying you can't experiment with like clothing when you're younger. I don't see the harm in that but like honestly i'm very lucky to not regret the decision i made at 15 years old right i i'm very lucky to to be happy with where i'm at not everyone feels that way hmm. i wouldn't have guessed that she was a he before uh would you no no i needed the uh explanation there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. uh so thank goodness there are people like that person speaking out yeah. about this. Thank you for doing that. And another member of the trans community had this to say while on stage at an event. Yeah. A mentally ill teenager who had been groomed and preyed upon and sexually exploited online to the point of authorities getting involved. Mm. I spiraled into a hatred of myself and my body mm. and was told that it was just because I was a boy born in the wrong body and that this would fix me. <laughs> I was affirmed down a path where I wasn't given any other choice as to what would help me. The very first medical intervention I ever had was a double mastectomy at 16. Oh and then a few months later, gosh. I was put on testosterone. Good golly. I'm hmm. now 21. And I will live with the impacts of that so-called care for the rest of my life. Oh, in the past four or five months, I have watched as my body has fallen apart in front of me, my joints constantly hurting, my vocal cords aching, watching as parts of me atrophy away before my very eyes. 
And yet at 16, they looked me in the eyes and they told me this was care. They told me it would save me. Despite the fact I was never suicidal, my parents were baited with the idea of, would you rather have a dead daughter or a living son? Mm. Bullied into going along Jeez. with it. Their biggest crime being trusting those who they thought took an oath to do no harm. It's not about hate detransitioning. It never has been. It's about keeping kids whole. Nice. I've, I've worked with children. I've seen them explore the world. And I've seen that magic that they have. And doing something like transitioning them takes that away. How can you look me in the eyes and tell me that a child can consent to being changed to an experimental medical industry before they are even old enough to drive or understand the impacts of what that means in the first place? Kids deserve to be kids. They deserve to get to explore the world as a safe and loving place. Wow. So, had a double mastectomy mm -hmm. at 16, transitioning to a male, mm -hmm. and now is back to her original trying, uh, female form. Yeah, trying to detransition. Jeez. Mm, yeah. Really sad. So sad. Really, really sad. Meanwhile, in Canada, a conservative, this is uh, Billboard Chris, oh, yeah. is up there at a pro-trans rally. And uh, here's what happened uh, as Chris victimized one of the trans people there. Uh, watch this. Why, why do you think they're, they're getting that kind of representation? I mean, it uh, clearly was uh, aggressive, violent assault. You suck. You suck. You. You, you're not wanted. Mm. And the trans person comes up, starts yelling. Just obscenities. That's and why there's no audio. And continues yelling obscenities oh over and over and over. Somebody's out of control here. Who is uh -huh. it? Is it Chris? <laughs> or is it the trans person? Oh, boy. While waving, I don't know, rainbow flags trans flag, in Chris's yeah. face, he continues to ignore her. Doesn't <laughs> say a thing. Uh, tries to get a little closer to the interviewer. Uh. He's then another one comes up, starts yelling at him, flipping him off. Oh, my goodness. And watch yeah. this. Completely out of control. Grabs him. Whoa. Swings him around. Didn't get the response. Throws him so. to the ground. Yeah. 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 So it got physical. But, of course, uh, the trans person's the victim here, right? <clears throat> That's what we'll hear. I mean, look at that. He's so. he absolutely victimized. He's attacked, physically, brutally attacked, and the police don't do anything to the trans person. God, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Boy, so ladylike with that uh, attack. Yeah, very. <laughs> very ladylike. Oh, God. Excuse me. Oh. It's ma'am. Yeah. All right? Well, I'm convinced now. It's ma'am over there. <laughs> you got that, huh? <laughs> Incredible. So dainty. <laughs> so dainty. <laughs> uh, we had to we had to make it clear that mm -hmm. we're we're uh, not dealing with a man here. No, um, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that was a female. It sure. Was definitely a female, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. That was a female. <laughs> uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh let me tell you about if you are a male 
and you want to become even more uh, male-like, why then there's Nugenics. You could take uh, Nugenics with Testafin um, because, you know, when you're younger, you're at the peak of your testosterone production. Then you get older and uh, you, don't ha- you don't produce as much. That's where Nugenics with Testafin comes in. The Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin will help you turn back the clock. It'll re-energize your workouts. You'll get better results at the gym. You're just going to feel better, have more energy. Uh, and as they say on TV, and she'll like it too. Uh, Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It's been validated in five clinical studies to boost free testosterone levels in men. So, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text 231231. Enter the keyword UNLEASHED. Text that now. Get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast. Absolutely free. Again, it's 231231. Enter the keyword UNLEASHED. Text 231231. Keyword UNLEASHED. Texting enrolls you into recurring automatic text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 933 Pat Unleashed on Twitter. It's a little reminder for you here. And we did. So good. So good. Uh, Thank, I'm so, glad you said so it. So good. Because it, it is. It is, isn't it? It's brilliant. Uh, perhaps John Bon Jovi's finest work mm. ever, I would say. Meanwhile, in uh, Canada, bearded man Avi or Avi Silverberg smashed a woman's weightlifting record <laughs> held by transgender lifter <laughs> Anne Andres in Canada. And there's uh, there's the young lady right there. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> he did say he identifies as a as a woman I for the con- competition, love it. and he casually lifted. Let's see, it says here somewhere 167 kilograms. Wait, so that could be three ounces, or it could be five thousand pounds. There's no way to tell. Okay. Some people have said it's about 368 pounds, but I don't know where they're getting that. That's weird. It's a random number. They're just plucking out of the air, huh? That's weird. Okay. About 368 pounds. So he broke the record that was set by the trans person. Was it just last weekend? I don't know. The trans person? No, I think that's when he did it. Um, I don't know when the trans person set the record. I don't know, but the trans... It's been smashed. Right. The trans person was on hand to witness, well, this young lady, as you described her, him. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And he was what? He was just making a point. Like, look, a point. this is stupid. Stop. Yeah. I mean, obviously, men can lift more than women. Mm-hmm. And here it is. And he ca- casually lifted it. It Good. was, like, not a problem for him. It's like he was doing it sleepwalking. So, <laughs> yeah, but there's no evidence. Uh, who was it? Oh, it was, um, I think it was NPR a couple of weeks ago, last week, week, week before, said there's almost no scientific evidence that men have any physical advantages over women. Uh. <laughs> what? 
What? Uh, okay. Um, Insanity. Yeah. There's plenty of anecdotal evidence if you just look at the world of sports. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You might want to start there. Just take a look and uh, see if you can see any differences between men and women. Men's times, men's uh, uh, accomplishments as opposed to women physically. Yeah, remember. Like- they're different. That dude, Leah Thomas, was ranked 400 and something. 462, among, I believe. Among men. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Number one among women. But huh. uh, I think that was just a coincidence. Okay. Just got really good all of a sudden. Well, training will do that. Yes. Yes, it will. <clears throat> and uh, that's what happened. Anyway, the Biden administration will now allow immigrants applying for benefits through the U.S. Department of Homeland Security to mark their preferred gender identity <laughs> without needing their other documentation to match. Oh, oh wow, that's good, great. Good. Isn't that great? Good. Uh, so inclusive. In a press release on Friday, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services said effective immediately, the agency was updating its policy to accept, quote, the self-identified gender marker for individuals requesting immigration benefits. The gender marker they select does not need to match the gender marker indicated on their supporting (laughs) documentation. No, no. How's that possible? (laughs) On official U.S. government documents, it doesn't need to match. No, no. And and, uh, you know that this is the Biden administration hoping that they can convince some of these illegals to come in here and do that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course. this, this, This will help. Because, you know, we always make the point, look at all the dudes coming across here. Yeah. You know, now they can say, look at the numbers. The numbers don't support what you're saying. The president is the best communicator that we have in the White House. Oh, well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Dudes are chicks. Chicks are dudes. dudes. Mm -hmm. That's great. It's a a fantastic world right now, isn't it? I'm loving it. It completely makes sense. It totally makes sense. And it's so fun to live in it, too. Fun. Mm -hmm. That's exactly, exactly the word. Fun. This is also fun. Uh, oil prices oh, no. have soared after Saudi Arabia uh, has led a coordinated OPEC Plus cut in production, Not good. which totals more than 1 million barrels per day. Now, they cut about 500,000, and then they got some of the other OPEC Plus uh, member nations to cut back as well to the tune of hundreds of thousands of barrels each. And now it's 1.1 million barrels less per day. <laughs> so there you go. That's in addition to Russia, right? Yeah, uh, yeah Russia the, cut back uh, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, speaking of Russia, um, uh, they are now the, uh, the president of the UN Security Council for the entire month of April, <laughs> giving it unique powers to define issues. Oh, man. Isn't that great? It's just great. The UN makes so much sense. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, how could you do any better than the United Nations? I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, I don't don't think you could do any better. Mm. So uh, this is great because, you know, the the price went up already. Um, Front month West Texas intermediate crude for May delivery is about $80 a barrel now, while Brent crude, the global benchmark is almost $85 per barrel. And prices had already been going up at the pump, so expect them to go up even further and increase more sharply now. It's fine. That's fine. It's fine. I yeah, heard yeah. 
I heard yeah. earlier on my favorite morning show, Pat Gray Unleashed, uh -huh. um, they said that uh, everything is going great under Joe Biden. Yeah, that's true. So That's true. We're good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. Everything's fine. Mm -hmm. Everything's awesome when you're part of a team. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Speaking of Ukraine, as we were with the Glenn Beck promo a minute ago, uh, it's kind of fun. There's a um, there's a problem apparently with Russian fighter jets that are tricking Ukrainian pilots into sneaky swarming ambush attacks, according to a Ukrainian Air Force uh, major. And so it highlights why the country's president, obviously Ukraine, um, meaning Zelensky, has continued his calls for more advanced air power aid from the United States. He said the Russians change tactics all the time, so the war isn't stable, according to Vadim Voroshilov. They make traps. They'll send up a Russian jet alone, tricking the Ukrainian pilot into thinking there's only one jet. Then two or three more will appear either side of it, effectively swarming the Ukrainian aircraft. Not good. And so he says, that's why right now we can only hold the enemy. But with F-16s, we could control the airfield. Oh. As well as the seas and the ground to protect infantry. We need more modern aircraft to be better than the enemy. Oh, boy. Well, here's a thought. What if... You Ukrainians developed your own aircraft mm. and then manufactured more advanced aircraft in your own country. How about that? Mm. And then you wouldn't have to rely on all of our stuff. You know, nobody gave this stuff to us. We had to develop it. We had to come up with it. Somebody drew up the plans. Then they, you know, sent those plans to the plant and then they manufactured it at the plant. And then we trained pilots to fly them. That's what happened That's a here. lot of so steps, though. It's a few steps, yeah. So it's just impossible for Ukrainians mm. to do, obviously. Uh, but, man, they're trying to get those F-16s. Ukrainians have at times asked us for as many as 128 fourth-generation aircraft. It only goes up to fifth generation so far. So they want our fourth generation, you know, the F-15s, F-18s. F-16s, those are the fourth generation. F-32s are the fifth generation. And at least they haven't. I mean, right. soon they'll be asking for those, too. So they're asking for, like, the not the most recent model of iPhone. Right, right. They're like, ah, we'll take the, the uh, one. We don't right need the 14. It. Are we up to 14 or is it 15? Now? I don't know. <laughs> oh, there's an F-35 as well? Okay, so the F-35 now, too. Oh, so they're being good. Uh, yeah. They're so really... they're, they're being reasonable. Sure are. They're being reasonable. Oh, we want the F-16s, 18s. You know, that should do it. Do we have uh, a military um, anymore? Or has it just been no, left in Afghanistan and Ukraine? The... Yeah. I... Yeah, sadly, we we almost don't, uh, as a matter of fact. I, just... I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing. And even if we sent them, they don't know how to fly them. It would take extensive training for them to, you know, to be effective with these. It, you know, I think I've told this story before. In in Vietnam, we were getting our anus kicked by the Russian MiGs. And so the pilots were all saying, uh, we can't compete with the MiGs. we got to have better planes. 
And so they finally got a hold of one. I think it was a uh, an Iraqi defector that flew a MiG uh, to a U.S. air base, and then we got it all the way to... I think they, they took it apart at Area 51. But anyway, they studied this thing and figured out these are no better than ours. So why are we getting our anus kicked? And we realized early on in Vietnam, we were losing that battle 9-1. to one. MiGs would shoot down nine U.S. jets to and only lose one. So it was a 9-to-1 ratio. Uh, then we finally decided, nah, the pilots need to be better trained. And once that happened, we turned it around completely. And uh, since that time, I believe it's from Vietnam on, we haven't lost a U.S. fighter jet in a dogfight to any MiGs, to anybody. Wow. Uh, so, I mean, it was huge. It was the training. So how long would it take to train these Ukrainian pilots? I don't know. Probably a long time. Otherwise, you're just going to waste the F-16s and the F-18s. You're just going to, they're just going to get shot down because they're not trained well enough. You can't train them in two weeks to fly F-16s. Anybody seen Top Gun? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it takes some time. Takes some time. Takes some time. So, and you need Ted, you need Tom Cruise uh, flying those things. What's he up to these days? Right. We need to talk to him about it. Can you go to Ukraine for, I don't know, a few years? And train some of these pilots. We really, they need some training. Mm-hmm. And, and so if we're going to start sending them F-16s, and I'm sure we are. In fact, I've got somebody in the know who is telling me we're already sending them F-16s. Uh, so mm-hmm. would that surprise you? I mean, I don't have that nothing verified, but it would not surprise Literally, me in the least. Nothing surprises me anymore. Yeah. And I question every last thing that comes out of the government. Well, especially from this administration. Yeah, especially from this administration. Because they're they're just uh, abhorrent liars. When you've got your National Weather Service on a day when Mm. tornadoes are expected to break out across the country, which they did, Mm -hmm. and you're you've got the National Weather Service tweeting out, uh, "We see you, trans people. We see you." Mm-hmm. All credibility. Anything that was left is just buh bye. Yeah, it's out the window. Our credibility <clears throat> out the window. Uh, all right. We've been telling you about some of these uh, weather occurrences, showed you some of the tornado uh, uh, action over the weekend and how it was. I mean, there was people, there were people in the tornado who were filming the tornado. Mm. But uh, something interesting also happened over the weekend. Uh, One World Trade. The oh, One yeah. World Trade Center, the tallest building in New York City. That's wild. Watch this. Man. Was hit by lightning. Oh, this is pretty spectacular. And woo! Oh wow! It it, it comes in and then it goes out. I mean that that's what it looks like, anyhow. Yeah. Just huh? Play that again. Let's see. So that so it comes that is in. conducted away from right. people, right, in the building and yeah. uh, safely just. Man. Wow, that's, that's spectacular. That yeah, you're going to see cool. that on like a uh, framed picture somewhere at some point. That is really cool. Should be if it's if it's not. Uh, all right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. A Brooklyn jury on Friday convicted pro-Trump troll uh, Douglas Mackey <laughs> troll. of plotting to trick voters out of casting a ballot plotting. during the 2016 presidential election. The case, which sought to address 
if any of the toxic stew of internet disinformation during the 2016 election rose to the level of a crime, I'm glad they're they're doing this for the 2016 this is election. Such a dangerous story. Right. Right. And, and I'm glad it's you know 2016 when Trump won because you wouldn't want to look at the 2020 election. Yeah. Don't yeah. look at that and, at all. And this guy, you know, when he was charged, he was charged on January. 27th, 2021, a week after Biden. Oh, takes you're off. kidding me. Oh, no. This is such oh, a political. Oh, gosh. This is, this is the they most. They don't even important... try to disguise it anymore. No, this is the most important story of the day, quite frankly. Oh, my gosh. What, they di- what they're doing to this kid. Crazy. Uh, all right. So Mackie showed no outward reaction when the verdict was read. Uh, an appeal is likely, according to his attorney. Uh, this was the first chapter of litigation of this case. We would prefer to, to have won, but I'm confident about the way forward. So he's 33 years old. He gained fame on the Internet as the Twitter user Ricky Vaughn posted two images. Get this. Here's his big crime. He posted two images made to look like uh, fake Hillary Clinton ads. Yeah, let's see one, uh, one of them. Here. Telling people they could vote by text yeah. <laughs> instead of it. Look, if you're this stupid, you shouldn't be voting. Right, right, right. Avoid the line. Vote from home. Text Hillary to 59925. <laughs> hey, that's hysterical. That's that is funny. a modern spin. That's funny. And everybody knows right. that's not legitimate. Mm-hmm. Come on. If Again, if you're that <laughs> stupid, should you be voting? Answer? No. <laughs> Not the Biden Justice Department over four years after he had posted this. Unbelievable. Federal prosecutors called the images part of a plot to disenfranchise black and women voters. Again, how racist is that? Mm-hmm. What, no whites were taken in by that? Just black and women? Oh, yeah, but see, he used a black woman's face on the meme, and that's what makes it uh, cross sure. the line, Pat. Sure. He was simply, he said, you know, I was simply sharing ridiculous memes. Uh, the jury started deliberating Monday afternoon. It soon became clear this is that it couldn't reach a consensus yeah. whether he committed a federal crime. Are you serious? <laughs> oh. Can that not be covered by satire? Oh, yes. I think that's why the attorney is so. Oh, my gosh. Is so ready to fight this somewhere other than Brooklyn. By the end of the day, last Tuesday, the jurors wrote a note to the judge saying they'd completed their deliberations and couldn't come to a unanimous decision. Sorry, we're done here. Mm. Wow. And then the judge kept, nope, you get back in there. You're guilty. You get back in there. Y'all figure this out. So he could face up to 10 years in federal prison for this meme. Absolute insanity. Whereas there's a lady on the left who dressed up as a Trump supporter, did this long video telling Republicans you got to go in and vote on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I mean, we don't have the video here, but I mean, there she was dressed up. Look, y'all get out there. Uh, yep. And text your vote. She even said, "Text your vote." Oh, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Same thing. Text your vote. And she hasn't been charged with anything. Uh, no. Or has she? No, she hasn't been no. even visited by law enforcement. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I mean it's just another uh, ridiculous thing happening in a yep. courtroom up in New York City. You've got um, you've got Donald Trump uh, expected to turn himself in tomorrow for this stupid indictment. Yeah, up in Manhattan. Yeah. Um, do we have this? Uh, Nancy Pelosi, former Speaker of the House. That's right, former. Mm-hmm. She tweeted out a response uh, to this. 
uh, on Friday or Thursday, whenever it came out, I guess Friday night, is that when it came out? The grand jury has acted upon the facts and the law. No one is above the law. And everyone has oh, the this. right to a trial <laughs> to prove innocence. <laughs> Incorrect, woman. Hey, Putin, that's not how the justice system works. Oh. Okay? That's not how it works. Why? Is Speak, I, <laughs> former Speaker of the House, yeah. and you don't understand. Once you tweet that, mm-hmm. okay, you're, you're, you're constructing your tweet. And you say everybody has a chance to, everybody has the right to prove their innocence. Does that not sound wrong to you as an American citizen? You know. As an 82-year-old American (laughs) citizen in politics her whole life, Mm -hmm. or at least the last 35 years of it, you don't know how it's innocent until proven guilty. It's the other side that has to prove. No, she knows. I think she knows. Come on. I know a lot of things. She knows a lot of things. She she does. But but I think she's uh, playing to our audience. Her stupid ridiculously uninformed Democrat base. Wow. Who are just going to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Trump sucks, so that that works for me. Right. Um, Let him prove he's innocent. Let him prove. Yeah, I don't understand why is something bothering me is why is Trump going up there tomorrow, as as is reported, when Ron DeSantis (laughs) has said, I'm not going to let them extradite him from Florida. Yeah, Because he's in Florida right now. Trump is. Yeah. Just stay there. Right. Let's make this a thing. And I did appreciate uh, Jedediah uh, reminding us on Twitter yesterday. Remember when Hillary Clinton lied under oath, had signed documents mm. saying the opposite of what she claimed when questioned, and didn't get indicted? Yep. Yeah, thank you for that. Yep. Uh, it's just, uh, Jeez. I mean, in this Manhattan DA, I mean, that was his whole thing, was, was getting into office and lowering sentences and the thresholds and all this stuff. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the, he releases people into the wilds and then they go and commit surprise, more heinous acts. But let's make sure that we drag a former president. Mm-hmm. It, it, this is... Mm. And they love the fact that no president's ever been charged like this before. And that's never happened yeah. in American history. Yeah. And they love that. That Trump's the first. They love that he's an answer to a trivia question now. Uh-huh. That with the indictment and also name the, the only president be... To, to, to be impeached, impeached twice. twice, yeah. Right. Oh, these people are so gross. Meanwhile, you've got Ray Epps dodging um, um, a uh, subpoena. Mm-hmm. He's hiding. They're, they're looking for him. Wow. So this could get... A, it could get interesting. Uh, just... uh, by the way, something incredible is about to happen in the Nashville area. Our nation is tearing itself apart, of course, and we can't go on like this for much longer. We desperately need nationwide spiritual healing in the worst way. From the deep-set ideologies that divide us in dialogue to the real-life moments of violence in which lives are lost, we face total cultural annihilation, if not worse. One of the things we need most right now is for men of God to rise up to the occasion and become who God has made them to be. That's what inspired Jason Whitlock to organize Fearless Army Roll Call. It's an all-day event in Nashville, Tennessee, that will encourage men to put on the full armor of God and take a stand against the evil forces destroying American culture. At this conference, you'll hear speeches from Jason and several special guests, but you're running out of time. Join hundreds of like-minded men in Nashville April 15th for this important conference. Tickets are selling out fast, so secure yours today by going to fearlessarmyrollcall.com. FearlessArmyRollCall.com to reserve your spot today and hurry. It's your last chance because tickets are running out. 
Uh, this is kind of fun. And on maybe a couple of lighter notes, the other night at the Los Angeles Dodgers game, well, I'm not sure how light this is. It turns out to be a little bit violent. But <laughs> I know. Uh, a fan thought it would be fun yeah. to jump out on the field and propose to his girlfriend oh, boy. while they were at the game. And it kind of took a turn that I, I don't think he was counting on. Think this through, bro. Oh, Let's no. go! Let's Look at go! him. Look at him. Gets down on his knee, holds up the ring. And there, where, where's the, there she is, okay. Get him! Will you? Get him! Oh! Wow. Bad plan, bro. Yeah. Wow. Oh, you got a story now. Wow. That ring I saw go flying out of his hand. It's it's out there in right field. I don't know where where it ended up. Uh, it's probably probably the grounds crew chief took it home to his wife or something. The guy hit or, him pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Let's <laughs> I'm see. I'm not sure that was entirely necessary, but, you know, don't go out on the field like that. I mean, he was clearly not endangering any of the players, but wow, he got taken out. Not the best. No, plan. it's not a good idea. Do we know if she said yes? Uh, oh, that's oh. a good question. <laughs> I was like, I don't even care. I'm looking uh, to see what happened yeah. to the ring. Uh, I'm just looking at a story. I'm not seeing many details here, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah. good luck. Hope that worked out. <laughs> Hope that was worth it. Hope she's yeah, worth I don't, it. I don't. I don't think it turned out to be worth it. Uh-uh. It's a stupid place to ask uh, somebody to marry you anyway. But you know, more power to him. He gave it a shot. Huh. Uh, it's amazing he got that far into the. I know. You know he's what center field ish. Right field, yeah. And uh, just kneeling down there for quite a while before he finally got smashed. Watch this again. Let's let's play it one more time. Watch how hard he gets hit. He just gets nailed. Look at nobody's around him. Kind of weird. Oh yeah, that's center field. Yeah, dead center. Yeah. Get up! Boom! That's gotta hurt. Hope that two-month salary you spent on that ring that's now ground into the outfield there at Dodger Stadium was worth your time and effort. Yeah. Ugh. Wow. Mm. By the way, you know, we were going through all of the things with uh, Trump being indicted and nothing happened to Hillary and so on and mm-hmm. so forth. Did you see that there is a, uh, um, I forgot, not a custody case, but it was a um, thing with Hunter Biden with his baby mama down in Arkansas. Uh, it's something with um, uh, child support or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the judge won't unseal like his financial records. Uh, oh, wow. wonder why that would be. I wonder. wonder who. That's interesting. Who are we trying to protect there? Yeah. I don't think it's Hunter. Very, very interesting. Yeah. So, uh, huh. But, I mean, it's two systems, right? You got, yeah. you got the meme creator who's going away for mm-hmm. up to 10 years, you got the other lady for the left that, right. that has no trouble whatsoever. I mean, think of every talk show that has said, all right, Democrats, you vote on Wednesday because it's so crowded. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is absolute satire. And turn this around. Right. If it was Donald Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. who had this little issue with a uh, <laughs> with an illegitimate child from some other state, 
I wonder if the judge would be reluctant to turn over his records. Right, right. Huh. Are you saying that if the roles were reversed, Republicans yeah, and Democrats? Exactly what I, if roles are reversed, <laughs> uh huh, would it be the same situation? Oh, I'm sure it's America. Justice is right. blind, Pat. Right, that's right. Yes. <sighs> Equal justice for all. We all know that. So, yeah, I'm sure everything would be fine. Uh, Elon Musk believes San Francisco, considered the heart of Silicon Valley, is doomed to the extent that an episode of Walking Dead <laughs> could be filmed in downtown San Francisco without any editing. <laughs> uh, I think you could say the same thing about Philadelphia. Yeah, we had the video. Oh, my gosh. That was stunning. Amid tech layoffs and many offices being shut down, Silicon Valley uh, looks like a doom loop right now. Um, and uh, Elon Musk said the situation is extremely concerning. Just walk around downtown San Francisco, see what will happen, he tweeted. Uh, his comments came after American business columnist and author Ashley Vance called the city unconscionable. She said, we had a 20-minute walk down Market Street with a friend who remarked, I've never seen anything like this. As his head was on a swivel the entire time, I love San Francisco. What the city has become is unconscionable. Several pockets of 20 to 30 people all off their heads. Off their heads. That's a uh, term I'm not necessarily crazy. familiar with, but I, I'm guessing crazy. Yeah. Number of them with pants barely on. Zombies. The Walking Dead. Cops observing the proceedings from 100 feet away. That sounds just like the video we showed from Philadelphia. I'm your uh, nightmare. Incredible. Mm -hmm. These major cities are just being turned over to homeless and drug addicts and uh, crazy people. Yeah, every city. Every and city's like this. The other problem with San Francisco is that so many people are working from home that all the businesses in downtown San Francisco are starting to suffer because nobody's going to lunch at their places, nobody's shopping at their stores, and it's uh, causing the city to atrophy. Interesting. I mean, it's, it's fascinating. Nobody's buying gas for their vehicles, so the gas stations aren't doing well. When you think of the ramifications of, I don't know, 70 or 80% of the workforce not coming into work in downtown San Francisco... Uh, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, the BART system, Bay Area Rapid Transit, they're suffering. Yeah. So some are expecting San, Franci San Francisco to completely collapse on its own weight because you can't sustain this. This is not, it's not going to work for them. And they're asking, so what should California do about it? Should California let San Francisco uh, go down the drain or are they going to step in? Say San Francisco is too big to fail, and so mm -hmm. we're going to pump a bunch of money into it. Well, and then you've also got the state of California getting ready to write out some checks for reparations. So they've right. got tons of money to spend right. on frivolous things like keeping a city. But afloat. just five million per black family. That's is that what it is? Yeah, just oh, five million. Gosh. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah, for California, it would be about eight hundred billion dollars. They're thinking eight hundred billion. That's not much. That's not even a trillion dollars. That's true. Well, when you say it like that. And did you see this story? I think it was last Thursday or Friday. 
that uh, many blacks who've been questioned about this said that that's not nearly enough. That's <laughs> not nearly enough. <laughs> so predictable. Okay, so $5 million right. is not enough. What are you going to hold out for? Wow. I just un. You'll probably get it, whatever you hold out for. Exactly right. Exactly right. Mm. All right, we will uh, see you on overtime and then back here tomorrow for Packer Unleashed. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.